everybody, welcome back. We are in week two of the Swiss Pats Summer Series. I am Don Delgo, and joining me, is, as always, is Susie Lyon. G'day. How's your summer going? Pretty good. Yeah. Better, is... than, better than my German. <laughs> yes, it is. Now, this week we have, we have Heike, who is uh, a fantastic German teacher uh, in, the, in the Basel region of Switzerland. Please don't let uh, Susie's lack of uh, skills in the German area persuade you. Heike is an amazing teacher. And we, uh, we had her on earlier in the year to talk about uh, what it was like uh, being not only a teacher of yours, but just a German teacher in general. And she is also an expat. She sure is, yeah. So uh, as always, you can find us. Uh, we're taking this summer series, uh, but there's a little bit of a break. But you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash swisspats, at swisspats.com, and then on Instagram and Twitter, at swisspats and at swisspatspod, respectively. So, without further ado, I like saying that. Yes, you do. It's like your catchphrase. I wonder how you say that in German. Without further ado, why don't we find out from Heike? Welcome to Heike from Heike's German Language School. Thank you so much for being here, Heike. Thank you for having me. No problem. Now, so, see, she already messed up, so it's okay. You said, yeah. welcome to Heike. This is... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see? We already messed up and it's okay. So welcome in and <laughs> keep continuing because I just want to prove that she's a little nervous, but that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. So welcome, Heike. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. We've got you here because you are a German teacher, German language teacher, and you have started teaching me. Isn't that right? That's true, yes. So how am I as a student? Am I your worst student ever? Oh, no, absolutely not. So you're the nicest <laughs> student ever. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm not paying you, am I, to say that? <laughs> right, so one of the things that um, Don and I have talked about in the past has is about that we're expats who struggle learning the language here. Um, but finding uh, the right German class to, to learn, you know, just the basics even, can be really, um, really tough. What, what is it about your um, language style that makes you um, exciting for people to, to learn with you? That's a very good question. I even would like to go one step back because I think when expats coming to Switzerland or any other um, country, so they think, okay, first I need to find a house, second I need to find a school, and then I need to find my friends, and then I need to find this and this and this. So I think, Okay, maybe you need a house, yes, and a school for the children, but I think you should start learning German right away because maybe you're very, very busy, but also you need the German and even more, you need the cultural understanding. And I think then I can answer your question, Susan, that's a very good question. So the logan of my company is connecting language to cultural understanding. So I believe that these two components, they really go well together and that's why it's important um, to know also the cultural differences to Switzerland or Germany compared to your home country. So that was actually um, the reason that I chose to go to you, believe it or not. Actually, it's a true story because I really did feel like I there's a lot of things that are different about um, um, the, the language and, and uh, lots of different styles. And still I get confused with the German, but 
you teach me some things that I didn't really get the chance to learn in um, a classroom setting. Don might be interested to hear about some of those cultural things. Yes, because I didn't get that. So when you move here, where, where I moved in Switzerland, in, in Basel, Baselstadt, they give you a voucher for what it basically was I got to do seven weeks of class every day for I think an hour and a half. So they called it intensive, right? It's like the first half of an entire introduction, introduction course. And I had no excuses as a houseman, as no job. I, I had no excuses, but I also, like you said, I wanted that knowledge of being able to understand, you know, what does this sign mean? Or what does this letter say that I got from the, from the um, city? And just little things like that. And it was more just traditional okay, here are the words, here are just the traditional introduction like I was sitting in a class back in the, in a high school class back in the States. Which we hate. Which, yeah. It's, Don and I both hate classrooms. Exactly why we do what we do now. Exactly. Uh, we're not the best students per se. Yeah. Uh, so it just, it wasn't, I didn't get much out of it, I guess. I mean, I got some things and uh, this is going to horrify you, but I took three years of German in high school and as... As she's already told me, my pronunciation is also, is already awful. But okay, stop. I need to say something. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Your pronunciation could be much better because German is actually a phonetic language. So it means that you can pronounce everything and read everything with little tiny tricks. And see, I, that's what I love about the German language is what you see, you pronounce. Correct. Exactly. And so I used to teach. Um, so I also lived and worked in uh, the States, so in Princeton, New Jersey, so it's a little bit... You're from Ohio, right? I'm from yeah, Ohio, okay, yeah. Good. So I was on the East Coast, not in the Midwest, and um, so um, I taught opera singers. So they couldn't speak German, but they could sing in German. So it was okay. all about pronunciation and have the right acting to the right songs and the words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So give us an idea of, of something we should be pronouncing correctly. That we're, that What's something that you hear people saying that they're clearly expats and they're like, oh, man, they're saying that totally wrong. And it drives you crazy. Like yeah. it's, it's like, have you ever heard of the, the term fingernails on a chalkboard? You know, somebody takes like those old chalkboards, the fingernails, and you get that shiver down your spine. You're like, oh, I hate that. Like what's one thing that really that I'm doing wrong that really drives you nuts? Okay, so I think it drives me not something totally different because you said, okay, so I had some in high school already and I took some classes here and I think that so one of the like first set of classes, maybe like the fourth or fifth lesson should be uh, a pronunciation class. Yeah, I so agree. So I, yeah. Susan, we did this, right? It wasn't it two weeks ago. <laughs> did you like it? <laughs> I love my pronunciation classes. Okay, that's good. So, um, yeah, what I did actually with Susan... So we read a little story and she said, I don't understand anything. And it was not to understand anything. It was just to pronounce because the story is read that people um, are able to pronounce correctly. So and um, so it depends, of course, from which country you are coming from. Right. So for some people, it's, more e it's easier than for others. And um, so since you are both English native speakers, so I would like to refer to this. So the challenge what English native speakers is that um, you don't open your mouth so much while speaking. But in German, we have to. 
So there are five vowels in German. Okay, now I'm going to stare at your mouth the rest of this A, podcast. E, o, o. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these are the five vowels, right? And I have little tricks what I tell my students. And Susan, I know when I told her at the beginning for this, she looked at me and said, like, what are you, what, what is this a German class? So if you pronounce the ah, so I tell my students, open your mouth. I want to see all your fillings. And <laughs> because you really have to open your mouth big in order to pronounce this sound correctly, right? And um, so the other is R A E. So the E sound, I say funny face because you kind of need to make a funny face to pronounce a, a sound like elephant. So here you even have the um, open your mouth, I want to see your filling sound, and you even have your <laughs> elephant sound. Okay, Don, <laughs> would you like to try? <laughs> uh, Go for it. Don. Okay, I'll try. I'm game. Okay. So what am I doing? So for the A sound, you make a funny face. And for the R sound, I want to see all your fillings. you got to say uh, the sound. Oh, well, she's, I was just doing you, the... Please say the word elephant. I told you, I'm not a good student. <laughs> Yell at me. You're on my team here. This is team shitty she's students. She's my teacher assistant. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I could, I've, she's I've enjoying that a little side. too much. Okay. <laughs> okay, so please, could you say the word elephant in German? Elephant. Okay, and I've got elephant. Elephant. See? Elephant. Perfect. So you're, you're professional Deutsch speaker now. Exactly. Excellent. So if you do these two little tricks, for example, so the first I repeat. So ah, I want to see all your feelings. So open your mouth wide. Ah. Okay, I didn't see any feelings. <laughs> Good. And then A is like a funny face. Like, I think it'd be funny. E. E. We're gonna have to give an example on a, like on a photo. E. Elephant. E. E. <laughs> okay, I will take a photo. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, and it starts already with this. So if you know to pronounce um, all the five vowels, then you gained a lot because it's much easier to read. And um, so what I do after maybe the fourth or fifth class, it depends a little bit. So I teach this pronunciation class, and then students come back to me and said, "Oh, thank you. Now I can read." And with a little practice, they can really do this. And this is a big, big win because you read something maybe in the supermarket or on the street and you can say, oh, okay, what does this mean? And sometimes people, they live here, they cannot even pronounce their street correctly where they live in. And I think that, oh my goodness, how can this be, right? So mm -hmm. you should know for a taxi or for something else yeah, that you need yeah. to know, right? That's actually a really interesting point. Uh, the street I live on, when I say it, no one knows what I'm saying. But it's not because I say it wrong. It's because it's a non. It's not a real word. That's correct, Because Susan asked me, "Can you please um, tell me how you pronounce this?" And I looked at this and said, "I thought she wrote it wrong down, but actually, no, it's the yeah. right name." So everyone that I tell my street name, they're like, "What is this? What is, are, mm -hmm. are you sure?" And I'm like, "That's mm -hmm. the name of the street." So mm -hmm. there are definitely some made-up German words. They are, definitely. <laughs> You're right. Mm -hmm. What do you enjoy most about teaching German? Um, you're obviously passionate about the language, but what do you enjoy about having students like Susan come to you and, and, and teach this language? What, why, why do you enjoy it so much? So first, there are more than one answer, but I like to work with um, people. So I'm a people person, and um, I like to travel. So now... I have all the different countries traveling to me and I also like to learn about a lot of things so I actually learn from my students a lot and I hope they learn as much um, from me too <laughs> definitely yeah so this is what I definitely like so it's like 
always something new, something interesting. And of course, don't forget the point that I like to help people. And this is what I'm doing. So I like to help them to learn the language, to pronounce something, to pass a test, or even to become Swiss at the end, because this is also one of my part. I have to prepare for the Einbürgerungstest. That sounds very serious, the Einbürgerungstest. I didn't say that right, did I, Heike? Einbürgerungstest. Einbürgerungstest. <laughs> See, very good. Well done. Yeah, good. What's that? Um, so if you live here in Switzerland um, and you you live here for 12 years, but they changed now the law, so it's 10 years, you are able to um, become Swiss citizen. And for this, you have to be have to do an Einbürgerungstest. Uh -huh. So, and of course, sometimes it's very interesting for people to do this because um, so they've been living here for such a long time, they really feel like part of the community. Maybe they're from um, different countries like Drittländer, where it's very important um, to have maybe other passport like a European passport for job security and other reasons, or simply the reason that um, the children. They born here and they went to school here and they feel Swiss and not like their parents are. Mm. Yeah, and for this Einbürgerungstest, you have to do um, a language test. And the level is not so high, so, I don't, so there are like six levels. And so you start with A1, A2, B1, B2, and um, C1, C2 is also native speakers. So C1, you would need to, if you would like to study in Switzerland or Germany, so for university level, so it's pretty high. So this test is actually um, for um, uh, writing is A2. And oh. it means like write simple um, emails like, okay, my son is sick, um, I would like to postpone the piano class, or um, my trash bag wasn't picked up, my baby sack. What should I do next? Something like this. I'd love to get to that level. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. This is easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can help yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. So, um, and then for the speaking, you re uh, you need um, B1 level. It's much lower than I thought it would be. Like, I thought it would be, like, up in the Cs, but, mm -hmm. but it's, just be... It's not, yeah. yeah. Because they would like that people get around. So it's not so much about grammar. So it's really that people are able to converse correctly. Yeah. And um, I, th I think this is a very good point because you should not be living in a country where you don't even get around. So this is really the idea. And of course, the Swiss citizenship, the Einbürgerungstest is in the media a lot for a lot of reasons. So there was an incident with somebody from Turkey and some other countries uh, because they say, yeah, people um, get asked a lot of questions about Switzerland and even Swiss people they don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so yes and no, so we can talk about this, but what I think is very, very interesting and what I'm doing, so I think my students, they know much, much more about Switzerland than I do because I've been living here for two and a half years. They've been living here for at least 10 years plus, mostly 12 years. So they know, of course, what's the long longest tunnel and oh yeah, there's a tunnel also for the rail and there's a tunnel for the street. So it's actually two answers for this. Um, but I help them to converse in a good way. Yeah, so it's not just about getting the answers, it's about being able to communicate exactly. to pass that test. Exactly. Yeah. So you also have experience as an expat, correct? You said yes. you lived in the United States. Yes, that's um, correct. And you are from? So I'm from Germany. Okay. I'm from Würzburg. Okay. It's a very nice city. We have a lot of wine and tourists in the university. 
and it's um, in the middle, and it's in Bavaria, but close to Frankfurt. <laughs> okay. So I have one of those uh, language questions for you, Heiko. Mm -hmm. um, so we're switching the topic now from expert to language? Uh, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Okay, I answer your question, Don. You <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I should have her around more often, keep yeah. us on topic. Mm -hmm. See, the problem is she doesn't listen to me. No. So she's in her own little world. I am, actually. I was and, totally in my own yeah, world. Yeah, and it's like, okay, he's done talking, now I'm going to talk. You did stop talking, though. It, to be fair, that's the problem. You got you got to keep talking around her, otherwise she's just going to go do her own thing. Well, then continue. Ask a, a follow up question. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I was in my teacher role. Okay. <laughs> no, it's good. We need you around more often. So I just want to ask you about your expat experiences. Um, now, it's a little bit different because you get English in school growing up, right? Mm -hmm. So when you went to the United States, it wasn't as much of a shock for you is maybe me coming here? It was. Was it? Yes. Okay. So How so? Of course, I thought, okay, I can speak English. I have a translator degree. No problems, right? But it wasn't because I expected a cultural shock, maybe a little bit. I mean, I traveled a lot. I thought, okay, that's easy. But um, first time going to the dentist. I attended a cooking class. I needed to buy something. And I thought like, oh God, I don't know the words. I think small talk is absolutely, absolutely difficult. Okay. Well, I can translate something, but a contract. But what about a little thing? Like, okay, I don't know, like buying a deal or something little, mm -hmm. or something little, or small talk. Yeah. It's very, very difficult. And, um, but of course, you grow into this. But to answer your question, it was very hard because you don't know the words, you don't know the vocabulary for this. So in your mind, you were like, in, you were thinking in German, this is what I want to say, but I don't know how to say it. Or you just didn't know like the, the, the culture things like, hey, how you doing means hi, not, well, let me exactly tell you how I'm doing. Okay. Is it things like that? So yeah, but this I knew because I did some cultural training beforehand before okay. I... Uh, moved from um, Germany to the United States. I used to live in Princeton, New Jersey. So I knew some of the things. But it was more about a language because, it's, okay, I can speak English, no problem. Maybe I have a German accent, but that's not the issue. Um, but then going to the dentist the first time, he uses words I've never heard in my whole life. Attending a cooking class, okay, how, so I don't know, what's a colander? What's, I don't know, some other of these mm -hmm. crazy names. I thought like, okay, what does she mean? I don't know. Of course, I could say, do you mean this bowl with all the little holes in it? Yes, but I didn't know the, the word for this. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the colander called in Deutsch? Ein Saya. Ein Saya. Okay. See, this is the thing. I think you don't learn this in school, but it doesn't matter. So you learn it in a cooking class, for example. Uh -huh. So, yeah. And um, given this, I thought, okay, I would like that my students learn daily things and forget about the grammar. It's important, but it's more about daily communication. And then also, if you're on a higher level, you need to be able to converse. And even in this Einführungstest, so I like what you said, oh, I thought it's a much higher level. It's not, because the idea is, can you converse? And that's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what I like about your style, where you're coming from, and teachers like you. It's about, okay, what can we do to, to teach you, you know, the, the structure, but also how to just get through a day because mm -hmm. those first gosh four to six months you're here I mean it's 
it's taxing just to go down to the store to get a loaf of bread, mm -hmm. right? Like, are you still, you're filled with, okay, I think it's brot, and is it das brokten? I don't know, I want one of those, and then you end up just pointing, and it's just a whole awkward mm -hmm. experience, and you go out there, and you're like, you're just like, what just happened, right? And it just, it's just this, these awkward experiences, but it's interesting that you had those going the other way, um, even though you knew the language, mm -hmm. but you didn't some of the cultural things. Mm -hmm. So, and going back to what I first said in the beginning, so people have a lot of things and they postpone their German class because they thought, okay, I can do this last and I believe actually you should do this first because there yeah. you can address the things with your teacher in a class and everyone has the same problem. Sometimes people say, oh, I really have a stupid question. Can I ask this question? I need some help. And the whole class says, oh my goodness, I have the same thing. Thank you for bringing this up. And I think this is very important. And the slogan of my company is like t connecting language to cultural understanding. So I would even like to go one step further in the uh, United States. So everything is like great and super and exciting and fantastic and amazing. So if you say this here, people are shocked because the culture is not like this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like bragging. So it's more like understatement and it's very formal. So it means also if somebody greets you and shakes hand and has not a smile on their face, it means I pay you respect. Really? Yes. So I'm not supposed to smile at people when I shake their hand? You can because you're American, but if it's too much sometimes, he's smiling now. Yes. Okay, good. So but if it's too much, people think, okay, what does he want? Does he want to have the German classes for free or does he want a babysitter for his children or a dog sitter for the dog? I don't know. So sometimes it can be too much. It's nice to smile, but it's still... But they cut me some slack because I'm American, right? <laughs> I don't know. If he, did, basically, if she's saying you're like a car salesman. Oh, God, I hate <laughs> those guys. <laughs> I absolutely hate those guys. I'm going to have to buy some cheap suits and mismatching jacket-pant combo. And Please don't. Some sweet, ugly ties. No, please don't. Oh, I hate car salesmen. Anyway, Susan, would you uh, would you like to ask some questions now as we make the awkward transition? Uh, sure. I was going to ask you um, something that I've wanted to know. When um, you apologize in German, um, I always just say, Entschuldigung. But my children tell me that I should be saying, Tut mir leid. When do you use which and when? That's a very good question because this is actually interchangeable to the most points. And I think that a lot of people say here, sorry. Do you know why they say the English sorry? Uh -uh. It's no. just shorter. <laughs> it is definitely shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Entschuldigung is quite a mouthful. Yes. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, just um, Entschuldigung and es tut mir leid, so both are sorry, but sometimes, let's say, if something happens and I would like to say that I hear you or just I also feel it, then you would say, it's to me light. Maybe so, somebody's getting sick and you said, okay, so this and this. Uh, My children are sick. Then I would not say, enjoying, and I would say, oh, it's to me light. Right. For them, so uh, I feel sorry. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to need She's that like a lot. like a feeling. Mm -hmm. More like a feeling, yeah. So I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, and I feel like I always need to apologize for their behavior out in public, so... As Tutmir lied is what I will be saying from now on, not Entschuldigung. But in this case, you can say both. But you know, uh, last week on uh, the podcast, or maybe it's the week before, I was made fun of for singing when I say my Deutsch. But um, 
I think I think it helps when I when I sing my words. Definitely, you should because this is also how children learn. Do you Thank know? you. You don't make fun of me. I didn't. My teacher. I just you're in shorty go. You're in shorty go. is very singing. Singing. Okay, this is yeah. true. So there are two things to this. So the first is that Germans actually sing their question. Yeah. Yeah, Don. Do you remember a German question? Can you sing the question? No. No. <laughs> Any uh, question? Put him on the spot no. now. Any question? Uh, what about how are you? Wo wohnst du? Perfect. See, and he sang it. Perfect. Yes. I did? Yes, and this is good because you go up with your voice if you have a question in German. And in Australia, we just make everything a question even when it's not. Oh, this is also interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little cultural <laughs> tip for you. Okay. We're just all about statements in America. Yeah, yeah. In the United and States. And screaming about it. And screaming about it, <laughs> as I project very proudly. Mm-hmm. Well, um, before we leave, I want you to just, as we would say, plug you. What you do, you know, social media, whatever, how people can find you, what you do, where you do it. Um, Please brag about yourself. You got as much time as you want. Okay. Eins, zwei, drei. Yeah, so um, it's sometimes hard to brag about yourself, but I think I'm the best teacher. <laughs> okay. I agree. This is from the American side. This is I learned. Yeah, today. come on. <laughs> Tap into that yes. red, white, and blue. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so. Um, as you know, I used to live in Princeton, New Jersey, and there I was Princeton German teacher, and people know me from Princeton German teacher. And um, so coming here, I thought, like, should I say Basel German teacher? But I guess, okay, it doesn't stick out enough. There's a lot of German teachers here. And um, so I decided to use international German teacher. Ooh, I like that. So this is where you can find me. And um, I have a um, internet page, of course, international German teacher. and. What's on the webpage, there's a lot of um, information about me, some about the teaching, but more important, I love to travel. So there are a lot of travel tips on this uh, page. And uh, one of my students said to me the other day, I recommended you to one of my co-workers. I said, it's, it's nice, thank you so much for doing this. And I said, okay, does he want to do a test or what's the thing he says? And she said, no, I, he likes to travel. So I thought you would be a good match <laughs> to talk about German, learn some basics and also exchange some travel tips. So I thought this was quite interesting. Yeah, and um, what else I'm doing? I'm preparing students for tests because sometimes people have to prepare tests and have to do the test for different reasons. And um, there are two things. So they're speaking German, passing a test and know everything. I think there are three different important things. So for me, it's like passing a test. Um, I can help you and um, tell you what they will probably ask. Can give you some tricks because I would like to tell you, okay, you need to know everything and you will not be able to know everything, but I would like that you pass this test with some of grammar tricks or also prepare you some of the topics. For example, okay, what do you think about autofreie Stadt? It means there's no car in the city. Do you prefer um, a book, like a paper book, or do you like to read on your Kindle? What is the difference? And some of these topics which may come up, we'll practice this. And um, in this um, test, there is um, a session you have to write something. So we will write, as I told you in the beginning, some little emails and basic things, but also there is a conversation part. And this is very, very difficult because you have to have a conversation with someone, but you don't know the other student. 
And sometimes students, they talk and talk and talk and you cannot able, you're not even able to say anything. So you need to say, okay, one second, I need to say something. Or this happened to one of my students actually last Friday in, the, in her test, and this was a high test, like B2. So um, the other student didn't say anything. And this was also not good because they will be graded upon this conversation. But if the other person doesn't say anything, that's not good, right? So you have to have the conversation. So this is what I help my students to prepare for this and pass the tests. Okay. And for me, it's very important that my classes are fun because I believe if you're motivated and have fun, then you learn the most. I agree with that. Now, what's the website address people could find? The International German Teacher? Yes, that's it. Rewewe International German Teacher. Dot com. com. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they have like an email address for people if they want to get in touch with you to... Exactly. But my email address is also internationalgermanteacher at gmail.com. So pretty easy. <laughs> pretty easy. easy. Yes. And I will say her travel tips, she has said that um, Ohio is her favorite place to go in the United States. Well, she hasn't been Specifically yet. Cleveland. And before I'm done, one pronunciation I have for you... It's Joycey. Joycey? Joycey. <laughs> Not Jersey, Joycey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. So there. Thank you for the translation. So Don's also a teacher now. Yes. Great, I love it. So you get an A. Alex. You get an A, Susan, you get a D minus. Oh. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. Thank you so much, Ica. Thank you, it was fun. Thanks for having me. Yodley. All right, excellent. Thank you uh, again, Heike, for coming on. That was a, uh, it was a lot of fun. We were, we had a lot of fun with that one. We really enjoyed. Uh, uh, actually, I enjoyed kind of making fun of Susie yeah. and her lack of German, even though she has a great teacher. Heike has become a fast friend of mine, so I, uh, I appreciate all of her efforts in in uh, dealing with me as probably the worst student she's ever had. Um, she, she doesn't act like I'm the worst student, but I know the truth. Yeah. You know the truth. She's, she's one of those people who are just a genuinely lovely person, yep. which I think works. Uh, if you had any other teacher, they would probably tell you how they would have sacked me. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they honestly would have, but, uh, Heike, she has actual faith in me. I don't know how, I don't know why, but, um, yeah, she also teaches my children and, uh, the, the progress that they've made from her um, and her style has been absolutely phenomenal. I really recommend her as a teacher. And also, she's nice. <laughs> well, maybe one day it'll click for you. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's always hope and faith and, and all that stuff. That's true. That's what happens when all those brain cells are, are uh, damaged from years of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Oh, I am speaking for myself. That's why my German is worse than yours. There you go. So as always, uh, you can find us on facebook.com slash swisspats, swisspats.com, Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe, leave a message. Uh, thank you for joining us on the summer series. We're having fun kind of looking back on some of these old old interviews. And we'll be back next week with, uh, with another uh, one of our favorite interviews. And until then, enjoy your summer. Yummy, bolt, that is the open, say,